the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. A hundred and fifty years ago, there was a great challenge that was thrown down at the feet of the church. And that was the publication of Darwin's The Origin of the Species. Because with this book, Darwin brushed aside creation, brushed aside God, and explained scientifically how, how man was created and how we are to live our lives. Well, I must tell you, I'm not a scientist, and I've never been particularly impressed or eager to, to read much about uh, Darwin and his theories. What concerns me, what concerns me most is what we call social Darwinism. Social Darwinism is the philosophy of the survival of the fittest. If someone is successful, if someone is rich, if someone is a leader in society, it's because he was meant to be. He had his innate qualities uh, enabled him to do this. Social Darwinism has been used to justify imperialism, racism, eugenics, and social inequality at various times during the last 150 years. It's the philosophy behind the attitude that leads to war, to war, to abortion, and to perverse sexuality. Man is nothing more than the top animal on the food chain, and it determines how we treat others with less talent, resources, or power than ourselves. Well, the good news is this, that today's epistle is beautiful because it addresses many of the issues of social Darwinism. I'm going to preach on it this morning, but I encourage you when you go home, reread this epistle because it's so powerful, directing us how we should live as Christians. The first sentence of the epistle was, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak, not to please ourselves. Let each one please his neighbor for his good, to edify him, for Christ did not please himself. Concern for the less fortunate is our duty as Christians. The fathers assure us that we find our salvation through our neighbor. Many religions stress looking after the poor. However, it's special in Christianity because the model we have is Christ. And there's this ultimate paradox. And St. Paul defines this paradox in his, one of his second epistle to the Corinthians. Although he was rich, Yet for your sake he became poor, so by his poverty you might become rich. You get it? Christ is rich, but he becomes poor, so that by his poverty we can become rich. What a beautiful, beautiful summary that is of the Christian message. Christ sacrificed himself for us. 
This flies in the face of Darwinism, which says, think of number one, seize the opportunity, gain, gain the upper hand at the other's disability. It's significant that when Paul speaks of bearing weaknesses of others, he uses the same verb as Christ when he bears his cross. So when Christ chose to serve instead of pleasing himself, he establishes a pattern for all Christians to follow. The Christian accepts the failings of the weak brother as a cross. And salvation, we know, comes through the cross. Speaking or writing to the Galatians, St. Paul says, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. To the Corinthians, he writes, let none seek his own good, but the good of the neighbor. And to the Philippians, do nothing out of selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each look not just to his own interests, but to the interests of others. Christ exhorts us to be kind to the downtrodden, and he tells us that acts of mercy will be accounted as done to himself. I say to you, he says, and as much as you did this to one of the least of my brothers, you did it to me. As Christians, we're called to live together in harmony. In today's epistle, we heard, may God grant you to live in such harmony with each other in accordance with Christ Jesus, that you with one voice glorify God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, there are many forms of harmony. Thieves can have harmony. Drug dealers can have harmony. Clubs work peaceably, the members, one with another. However, with Christians it's different because we're to be in accord with Christ. Christian harmony is love. And it's interesting, this is the condition we have in the church for speaking the Nicene Creed. The priest says, let us love one another, that with one voice we may proclaim. If there's no love, we can't profess the faith. We're called to rejoice because we know that he who unites us is greater than that which divides us. An early guideline in the church is that in matters of faith, we're called to have strict conformity, but otherwise charity. Now scripture is so important for us. St. Paul mentions that in today's epistle as well, that we must know it. Well, many saints in our church, like St. Seraphim of Sirach, read the New Testament every week. And scripture provides us with at least four things. It's the word of God. So we learn how to live. We're given directions for how to behave, how to speak, how to think. It gives us a better understanding of the church. It's a record of God's dealing with man, and it teaches us it's better to be with God and suffer than to be wrong with and live with men without trouble. Israel's history shows ultimately good triumphs over evil fails. Reminds us that God keeps us, his, his promises 
and it gives us confidence, courage, and desire to fulfill his will. So these three things, consideration of others, harmony, and knowledge of the Bible are interrelated. They're the goals towards which we work and the means by which we, by which we attain these goals. Brothers and sisters, we're called to be Christians. We're called to live the Christian life. We're called to be considerate of our less fortunate brothers. We're called to live in harmony and peace with one another. And we are called to know the scripture and to learn more about God and his great love for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us all say with our whole song, with our whole mind, let us say, Lord Almighty, the God of our fathers, we pray to you, hear us and have mercy. Have mercy on us, O God, according to your great mercy, we pray to you, hear us and have mercy.